Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Garrett Price. How's it going? And producing, as always, Jared Wackerly. Hello. With his great hello. <laughs> and we're back with a big show because there's some big time news in the NFL. Like, what a Tuesday we've had uh, here. What a monster Tuesday. Uh, free agency now. Yep. A little bit more, less, a little less. A little uh, bit more, less. A little bit more, a little bit less. Uh, a little less. A lot of, the, the biggest prize will probably not even be a guy who's a free agent, Mari Cooper. Some more <laughs> here, some less there. Hey, give a little, take a little back. You know, we've got, some, we've got a lot of news to talk about here. Some guys are signing contracts. People are getting franchise tagged left and right. Um, Garrett was going to leave the show. We franchise tagged him. He can't go anywhere. You it's get close. a trade. You get a trade. Yeah. You get a trade. Got him for a solid $11. Wow. Huh? That's a, that's the top top five average? In the dynasty right pay here. scale. Yeah, of, it is. Of, that's of, of us three, right. yes. Yeah, yeah. If you work in the dynasty industry, that's, that's, good. <laughs> that's good money. There's a guy going right now, like, he's getting paid $11? Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> wow. Dreams, goals, heroes. So we got a lot to talk about today. We got to, so we're gonna break into. We obviously want to break down the combine, talk about the winners, and losers. Yes. Probably some of that's gonna get into the nerd herd show a little bit too. We're, we're gonna talk about the draft a little bit more in the nerd show. Yeah, I think we're gonna basically we we kind of had to scrap the first show just because we have like ten news points for breaking news on stuff that happened within the past like two days. So I think we're gonna cover basically just that in the in this show. Then the nerd herd will be combine and our rookie preview. Yeah, yeah. Rookie preview combine. Next week they're gonna talk a little bit of pre free and see. I'll be in Mexico. So I won't be here. These guys will be here. And then after that we're starting our rookie breakdown. So again, if you're not a part of the nerd herd, you're gonna miss half those shows because it's important. You need a film room, the nerd herd episodes we're going to start off with these running backs, kick it off with Brees Hall. The second show is going to be kicked off with Isaiah Spiller. Like, if you want to know what we got to think to say about Isaiah Spiller, jump on it. Yep. Jump on it. So, before we get all that, if you guys are listening to the show, make sure you head over to our YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. We got a lot going on in YouTube, and we have a couple guys, uh, a couple contracts going out there, bringing some other names in here to put out some more YouTube content. If you already subscribed to our YouTube channel, you can see all the cool stuff we got going on in there right now. Like, Garrett's putting out a whole bunch of videos. He's doing his interview series. Just had Kyle Yates on there. Uh, Ray Garvin was just on there. Jared and the Film Nerds crew, they have their new videos coming out, breaking down some prospects, an all-new Dynasty Team Audit Show where we're figuring out a way the Nerd Herd members only can get their team audited. That, nope. that was a big success where he took a team, broke it down, tried to make his team better, which we obviously did. Crushed it. Yeah, crushed it like what we always do, just crush things like there's soda cans that are empty, you know, crushers. <laughs> um, so, and then using our Dynasty Gym to do that. So... Go hit that subscribe button. Support the show. We're pushing to get to 10,000 subscribers. We're about 8,700. So with your support, by hitting the button, all you got to do is hit subscribe. Help us crush some cans, people. Yeah. Come on. Hit, hit the button. Empty ones. Hit the empty, empty ones. Empty, empty ones. Yeah, be safe. You want to break an ankle? Not, not full hands. You want to tear your, uh, what's that bad, uh, when you break your bone, the finicious, finicious, Fahrenheitis. Uh, uh, plantar, plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis. It's I'd not a broken bone. Tight end. <laughs> I'd play him at tight end for sure. Uh, you could break that and step on a heavy can, so... Be careful. Yes. You know, do you ever step on the cans when you're little and they like you want to come up your foot and then you're like those little cloggers? Yes, I did that. Yeah. Cobble what? Heads. I have no idea what you're talking about. When you're younger, you step on a can sideways and then like it bolt across Cru- your foot. It would crush up on both sides. Yeah. Then you're like a semi-pro tap dancer. Not when, not when you stepped on them from the <laughs> right, top. From the top. You from lay the it side. on the side. You step on it. 
I can honestly say I never did that. You should go. You should try. I should, it I should do it now. Yeah. Well, not my now. foot's probably too big. A little bit Garrett, too big. We're in the middle of production on YouTube. Hey guys, and a podcast. Me and Rich are a little bit older than you. We're from a different generation <laughs> where we didn't have a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have the internet up. to entertain us. There was no you, internet. We should use empty cans, pop cans. <laughs> that was it. Get all. I'm be a dancer. Get all jacked up on Mountain Dew and clicking to clack our way around the neighborhood. <laughs> all right. And of course, this show here and all our future shows are brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Right now, use that promo code NERDS. You're getting 100% instant deposit up to 100 bucks. So if you want a free 100 bucks to get on there, get some prop action, that's the way to do it. Promo code NERDS at Prize Picks. It's the best legal way to play player props. You pick two to five players and the over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on your entry. And if you just, it's just you versus projected numbers. That's it. Hey, this prop's going to hit or it's not. You win some cash up to 10 times your money. And right now, we're doing something for our audience. Last yeah. week, we said if you would have hit uh, one of those four-team leg uh, power plays, that we would have sent you a shirt. But right now, from here until August, there's no NFL action going on. Right, like there's we don't no. have play, we don't have player props to bet here that we could talk about. Now, what's great about Prize Picks is they have esports, golf, basketball. March Madness is coming on. They're gonna have a lot of stuff going yeah. on for March Madness for player props. But we don't know about that stuff. At least I don't know about that stuff. I never even filled out March Madness bracket. Me so neither. Weird. High five it. Yeah, so, yeah. I got um, you. So I got you. So I hate. Joy. I can't talk about those. So what we're gonna do for the nerd herd listeners and the YouTube watch watchers is if you take if you get on the Prize Picks right now. And you have to use the promo code NERDS. Remember, if you're already there and you don't have uh, the promo code NERDS in, sorry, you don't qualify. Doesn't but count. if you do, you're going to get, and you make one futures bet for the next season. One futures. I mean, come on. Uh, Cortland Sutton, over under on the yards right now? Love it. I mean, you got to take the over with Big Russ there, right? Big Russ. You got to take Big Russ. You got to take the Can over. Call him Rusty? Rusty from now on? Rusty? He's going to be an orange. I just feel like Rusty. Okay. Yeah. I so hate it. Yeah. All you got to do is play, place one bet. NFL futures bet, and you screenshot it, you DM the Dynasty Nerds account, or send it to Jared, jared at dynastynerds.com, or DM Garrett Price over here at okay. Dynasty Price. We'll verify that your email was used for the Nerds code, and we're going to send you the most comfortable <laughs> shirt in the world. That's a Dynasty Nerds shirt. Look, I'm wearing it. So if you're if you're listening, just hit up YouTube real quick. Fast forward to this minute. Check out this shirt. It's the most comfortable shirt in the world. And my favorite comment I get back, I'm like, dude, I got your shirt. You weren't joking. It is the most comfortable shirt in the world. Like, what? I don't lie on them. No podcast. jokes. No jokes here about no. our shirts. All truths. Well, I mean, yep. What do I joke about? Yeah. Get out of here. Well, uh, you joke about a lot of things, but not t-shirts. Yeah. So if you want to increase your fi- high five intake, you want your, your nipples to be the most comfortable resting nipples you've ever had ever, <laughs> get the pr- prize picks right now. Put that deposit down. Make an NFL futures bet. And then we're going to hook you up. What is a resting nipple? <laughs> Is there uh, an active nipple yeah, that's yeah. like out there doing things? When you're running, when you're running, running, uh, running, run, running, when running, you're thrusting run. your hips sometimes, okay, uh, all right. When you're working but, out, when you're swimming, those are. But your nipple's not doing anything there. Yeah, they it's are. It's just existing. Yeah, they are. Pump in, pump out. Run like this. Look at your nipples move. Why do you think runners? They have. To, when you ever see runners, they had to put tape over their nipples I, yeah, because I, they start bleeding. But I think it's. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> it's not, the, it's not the nipples moving. It's, it's probably the shirt moving. It's probably, yeah. But never mind. Listen, get on there. Make a futures bet. We're going to send you the most comfortable shirt in the world. You could be the judge and let me know how comfortable it is. We have all different kinds of colors. Oh, you know, and then the send of the Dynasty Nerds DM at, at Twitter at Dynasty Nerds. Email Jared, J E A E R D. Stop. I had to edit you spelling my name last show because it was wrong. J A R E D. Thank you. You said J R E D. 
J Red. J Red. So again, remember you can make multi uh, mixed sports entries over at Prize Picks. NBA, Ooh. college basketball, Major League Baseball. They play soccer, MMA, college football, so much more. Get on there. Great site. We love them. Prize Picks. And you got to do it because I'm going to know you for the next uh, 11 and a half months about anyway. So you might as well just do it now. Price picks. Promo code NERDS. Now, let's get into all the news of the NFL today. So much news. We'll kick it off with the largest, allegedly, because Aaron Rodgers said he has not signed it yet. But that doesn't mean he hasn't put the pen to paper yet. doesn't mean he has agreed to it. If Ian Rappaport says he did it, or Tom Pelissero says he did it, or Aaron Schefter says he did it, then he did it. Signed the biggest contract. Unless he didn't do it. Unless he did it. (laughs) Come on, Aaron. You know you're going to do it. Do it. Do it. Four years, two hundred million, one hundred fifty. Two hundred million. Who? One hundred fifty-three, right? One hundred fifty-three million of it's guaranteed. I mean, dude, Andy the four of us combined in our entire life won't make one hundred fifty-three million. And this dude just put pen to paper, and he's crushing it. Well deserved. Back-to-back MVPs. Yep. Nope. Uh, the salary cap goes up every year. Now it's going to be two hundred eight million. So fifty million. That's a it's a large chunk for a guy that always complains about like I don't have enough around me. Like, where are you going to spend all that money now? Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough to put a team around him, but they're gonna figure it out, man. They're gonna they're gonna work some stuff. Well, they're gonna work their magic, and they're gonna push it all down down the road. I mean, they're gonna have to. Well, and even their cap situation for this season actually got a little bit better with him signing that right. contract. So it mean. actually alleviated some of that for this year, which is why they were able to. Which is another part of the news today: able to franchise tag Devontae Adams. So the the, the band is back together. Mm-hmm. At one point, that looked very very unlikely. Uh, but everything kind of just kept going in that direction, and and they made it work. Yeah, there's gonna be a very solid trend of all these things we're talking about. Is nobody left, and we talk about all the time. The only the only thing that's still like in in there's it, one person that's gone. It was kind of arguably the biggest news of the day. Who's that? Russell Wilson. Oh, but we haven't got there yet. That's not. We're talking about free agency. You said that's the that's the theme of the day is that nobody left. Yeah, well, nobody left for that was gonna be free agents. They all got franchised or signed extensions. So what I, what I was going to say before you interrupted was the Saints. They, they weren't able to franchise tag their left tackle because they just don't have enough money. I mean, they're sure. like, they were the worst team. They were $64 million over the cap, and they weren't able to um, to, to get that done because there's no magic that can get you out of that amount yeah, of debt. Yeah. Yep. So with Rodgers' new deal, obviously with Devontae Adams there, still a top five dynasty quarterback in your guys' eyes, even with the age. Like now we know, hey, we've got about four years of uh, – of, Aaron Rodgers in a super flex league. Are you viewing him now as still a top five quarterback or is he in that six to 10 range for you? That's a good question. That, that one's tough. Cause I think before, you know, when, when we were doing our show, I think just last week uh, when we were talking about this kind of stuff, he had been dropped a little bit, but it was due to the fact that we didn't know that he was going to be around. And, and now that we know that he's going to be around and it's four years, I, I think it's very. I probably have to go back in and, and readjust my my rankings and put him back. He'll be at the probably the bottom part of that that top five. He'll probably be right around number five. But I, I think obviously from a, a, a skill set standpoint, and the fact that Brady just retired as well, uh, he's kind of like the new old guy that's just going to produce like crazy and probably get traded a bunch here in the next three or four years in Superflex and, and one QB leagues for that matter. If you're talking about redraft or like on the 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 Dynasty GM tool, the the contender. contender version which is basically the same thing then yeah i would say absolutely i mean he's still at the top of his game but as far as dynasty goes i can't quite put him there uh when you look at you got mahomes herbert and allen which have the top three spots locked up locked up yep then you have you would have to get him ahead of burrow burrow kyler Dak, watson 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I can put them ahead of nope. You know, two of those or three of those guys to get him in the top five. I won't put him at any of those guys. So no. that's the thing. I think he's more like eight nine range for me. I think I can get him ahead of Kyler. You don't think you can get him ahead of eh. no. I can't personally, right. but even if you got him ahead of Kyler, that would still put him at seven. And I, I'm not even a Kyler like supporter, but like I wouldn't put ahead of Kyler for dynasty. It's like just him. so many years. For four years, you think you think Dak is going to outperform him for the next four years? Because four years be I, is a I bet long. He, I time. bet he doesn't play out the whole four years. You don't think he's going to play? I bet he doesn't. I have a hard time believing he's not going to. I bet he plays out three of the four. Okay, three years is a long time. It's about it it's about thirty six months. You're right. You're very good at math. Give or take, give or take a couple days. You know, um, leap years involved. You never know. <laughs> I'm willing. I'm willing to keep up. Keep them up there. That's fine. Okay. Yep. I mean, check them out. Our dynasty rankings are now. Uh, we update our dynasty rankings. If you even are, if you're even if you're not nerd herd member, you can check them out now. Now they're a little bit dumbed down for the uh, non nerd herd members where you can't like sort them all overall, but you can see our individual rankings. You can see those quarterback ranks. Check them out. See where Aaron Rodgers sits. Goodnightsnerds.com. Check out rankings. Boop, 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 boop. That's my ranking noise. Um, <laughs> and obviously Devontae Adam goes with him. They're going to try and lock Devontae up long-term as well. Uh, probably same thing. Probably want to give him a four-year deal here. Push some money down the road so it's less of a cap hit. And if you've been falling to the trend, I mean, Devontae Adams has slowly slipped down the dynasty ranks a little bit here. You know, sure. People have been you know like Frogger in him. So what do you guys think? Is this If they can get a, lo- a, a four-year deal done with Devontae Adams, does this solidify Devontae Adams where we were saying, hey, we'd probably take Debo Samuel probably ahead of Devontae Adams possibly for long-term dynasty. If we can get four more years out of Devontae Adams, which again would probably be like a three-year deal because he's going to be 29, does this also solidify him in your dynasty wide receiver ranks? Like, does this bolster him up in your guys' rankings a little bit to kind of like lock him in where he was or close to it? I didn't necessarily tie his value to Aaron Rodgers. So I, I view him, I think, the same regardless of – like I didn't drop him down because I thought – Hey, he's going to not be with Aaron. But Rogers. now that we know he is going to be with Rogers, is what I'm saying. Who, which is equals touchdowns galore. Like sure. that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that that. But now that we know this parent's locked in, does it is that the boost? Because I mean, obviously the worry for everybody was like, hey, if he goes somewhere else besides like we all said, you know, Oakland, o- or Las, Las Vegas, Vegas with Derek Carr from that Fresno State connection. What does that does that lose some of its luster a little bit? So. To me, I think it does boost it back up because you you mentioned before, just with Rodgers, three more years to get a, a guy of Adams caliber, which is high end wide receiver one potential one overall. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I think the difference the difference for me, and I, I guess I can only explain it from my point of view, is you just never moved him. I never moved him down because I thought he was going to go somewhere else. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, was moved down because I wasn't sure if he was going to be here. So now that Aaron Rodgers is for sure going to be here, I have to move him up a little bit, whereas in Devontae Adams, I don't really need to move, knowing that he's going to be with Aaron Rodgers or without him. Like He was going to be here in the NFL no matter what, either way. It's I I struggle with this one because he's he's not going to touch the the tier of Chase and Jefferson. Just simply because they're so young, right? Yep. So then you have the tier of like AJ Brown, Tyree Kill, Debo. Um, all of those guys are really close. Jalen Waddle, Ceedee Lamb, right? It's, I have them behind uh, TJ Moore. I'm about to move him up right now. I, I so I just went and looked. I I had him at five before this. I'm not going to move him up. Right. He's not going to be above Justin Jefferson. He's not going to be above Jamar Chase 
or AJ Brown or Debo Samuel for me. Like he's just going to stay yeah. there. That's I, where he's going to live. And I think I have him right around six or seven, and he'll probably stay virtually in that same spot because even if it is he has a four-year deal, I feel good about two of those years. But once you get to 31 and 32, I don't care who you are. I'm not counting on you. You know, we saw it happen with Julio Jones. We saw it happen yep. with A.J. Green. We saw it happen with a lot of very elite players. Yes, there have been a few and far between that have gone after 30 and still been very productive. But at that point, I'm expecting him to move down more into the wide receiver two, wide receiver three range, which is fine. But I still expect a lot of those other guys to still be in the wide receiver one conversation. So I'm going to probably be leaving him right around that seven range that I have him right now. I have him in eight. I still take Waddle ahead of him because I still believe in everything that we talked about last week mm -hmm. about Waddle. I still believe in Debo as an all-purpose guy. They'll get us there with the production there. I still, now the, the Amari Cooper news where I had Amari, where I was like, oh, I don't know about CeeDee Lamb, where I had him at five. And I was sure. like, I don't know. This is the one guy I don't know. Well, now I know. Right. With He's Amari right. Cooper leaving, CeeDee Lamb's the guy. Let's go. Let's let's about to enter that DeAndre Hopkins uh, phase. So, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is rumored to be on the verge of signing a four-year extension as well, where he's been making $20 million a year. And then, obviously, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson is where it's at. So, every year counts in Dynasty. So, Tyreek Hill, I'll take those years. And then A.J. Brown, C. Lamb, Debo, and Waddle. I'll just take the years over those in startups. I'm looking at this as startup value, not contender value. Because if it was contender value, like you said, Devontae shoots all the way to the top. I mean, it's kind of sure. hard to argue against anybody, against him as being Absolutely. wide receiver one 100%. overall. So that's where I view him. Moving on here, more news. Obviously, the second. Well, real quick before you move on, does this do anything for your view of the, the running backs that are there? A, a, um, Adam, AJ Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones Thank and you, AJ Dillon. Thank you, AJ Dillon. I wanted to say AJ Jones. Uh, <laughs> does it do anything for you positively, negatively? Because it, it does for me for a little bit with Aaron Jones because if it was going to be a rebuilding team, I thought that kind of spelled the end basically for Aaron Jones. Now this gives him a little bit more life in my opinion. Any thoughts on those two players? No, I think it extends his life. I don't know that his time as a high end, like running back one is going to continue oh, no. because I think AJ Dillon has shown enough He's uh, both in the shot. passing game and in the rush, rushing attack that I think his, his role is just going to keep kind of expanding. Um, so while yes, I think it gives him new life in my eyes, like to kind of continue as a high end RB two, um, you know that that's kind of the extent of sure. I would say. I, guess. I think they hurt each other. Yeah, you know what I mean, the, for sure. I, I think I think for me, I don't want really either of the guys to be honest with you. But you feel um, better now that Rogers is here, though, right? I certainly feel better about Aaron Jones okay. now that he's here because there's no like other. Oh, but I think right. I mean, he just signed an extension, so it's not like he was going anywhere this year, anyways. And I, and I almost feel like no, but you'd feel a lot different with Jordan Love run offense oh, yeah. with, with Smother with, City. Yeah, yeah. With Aaron Jones as a running back than than Aaron Rodgers. I could. think Aaron Jones is somewhat of a buy in Dynasty because everybody's so on that AJ Dillon bandwagon right now. Like it, it, it's really just dipped Aaron Jones price in Dynasty. I mean, you could probably get Aaron Jones. I wouldn't be surprised by the time this draft hits as these names start to grow. And we're gonna talk about it in the next show, like how like we all agree like the depth that running back in this class seems way better than it did two months ago. Mm -hmm. um, the overall depth of this class where not high-end talent, but players that you're going to want on your dynasty roster has sure. grown a little bit. So, Well, I feel, I feel like, the, yeah, this this draft is so deep, right? Because there was a lot of people that stayed that extra year that uh, normally would have come out of school last year. So, yeah, it's they've talked about it even on the telecast, if you guys watched the Combine a lot, mm -hmm. how, how deep this class is going to be.
yeah, so I'm interested in like maybe getting Aaron Jones for like maybe possibly getting for like two one, two two, and super flex leagues like mm. even maybe a little bit lower. Like there'd be value there, and I, th- mm-hmm. I still think Aaron Jones is talented enough to. Is he 27? No, is yeah. that old? Should be around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a, sure he's gonna offer value, and I think AJ Dillon. He's still the pass catching back for that. Yeah, and AJ Dillon looked really good, but I still think from a fantasy football output, like he's gonna, his value is a little bit overblown. Like I'd be looking sure. to sell. Both of them, but obviously Aaron Jones' value is a little bit dipped. But if I get the same value for AJ Dillon and get like a Zamir White in the right situation, I might be looking to do something along those lines because that's my guy. Um, right. So <laughs> you know, we won't we won't go the, we, we, before we get to the biggest news of the day uh, with somebody not actually getting franchise tag was signed a, a three year extension for sixty million dollars, <laughs> um, which is the biggest news of the day. We got to talk about the probably the second biggest news of the day. That's Russell Wilson getting traded to the Denver Broncos. That blew my mind. Yeah, a monster trade out of nowhere. That came out. That came so quickly. Like I, I mean, I heard the Aaron Rodgers news, and like I went and made some food. I sat down. I was kind of away from my computer, and then I got back to my my back to my phone. And there was like fifteen text messages from you guys going back and forth. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and immediately I, I went and looked. I was like, I couldn't believe it, man. I was it's the just, same boat. Like yeah. I saw the Rodgers news. I was like, oh, right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go work out for a little bit, and then I saw these texts coming in. And they're like, oh, we got, we should probably change the show now with uh the rogers news this news and the wilson news i'm like wilson news mm-hmm. i'm like what happened to wilson so i go on boom blockbuster trade i'm like whoa what did they give up and obviously they gave up i mean for wilson it doesn't seem like a lot but from a dynasty output that's, they that's gave up no offense so yeah no well, fan goes two first two first two seconds. two seconds a fourth no fan and andrew lock andrew lock so which and show ears oh yeah i forgot about him there's a lot to break down here right now. I got most of it, man. <laughs> you did good. Thanks. Shelby Harris uh, is a big one there. So with Russell <laughs> Wilson going to, let's start let's, with Russell Wilson himself, right? Uh-huh. Now he's going to a situation where like, wow, he's got some really good receivers here with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. But th- you can also argue that his receiving situation is not necessarily better because he's leaving DK Metcalf and Tyler right. Lockett, two very suitable uh, wide receivers there in Seattle. But there's still a lot of upside there with those wide receivers. And definitely Corden Sutton. I mean, both these guys are big winners. Jerry Judy's going to fill the Tyler Lockett Absolutely. role. Corden Sutton's going to fill that DK Metcalf role. And where DK Met, where uh, Corden Sutton really won was, was getting downfield and stretching that field. But he's had some really rough goes at quarterback with Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, not been able to push it down the field. But that's what actually... Russell Wilson does really, really well. I mean, he's able to just right. push that ball down the field for Cortland Sutton. So he went from being maybe a wide receiver three to a potential high-end wide receiver two where we saw him two years ago where we thought he was on the verge of being a potential wide receiver one year in, year out. So big news from the receiver aspects. And, of course, everybody's talking about Albert O. Yep, now. absolutely. Um, who kind of ate a little bit of uh, Noah Fant's time there in Denver as it was the f- former first-round pick. Now, before I get your guys' opinion on all of this, I just want to say, for me personally, like, I'm using this Albert O news, and I'm selling. Like, I'm selling because right now that Albert O news is out of control. Like, people are like, dude, tight end one for sure, locked in. Somebody said, I just saw it on Twitter, that they moved him up to their tight end 10 or something like that overall, which... Oh, that's fine. I mean, that's, that's... 
I mean, that's crazy in my eyes. I mean, I know he, he has flashed um, so, some potential, but I don't think he's a top 10 kind of, kind of candidate. I definitely moved him up my ranks. I, I think I got him in the teens now, like 16, 17, where he was down in like no man's land in, in the, the late 20s or something like that. Which is no this. different than being wide receiver 10. So it doesn't really matter. That's the whole point. There's no difference to being wide receiver 16. Well, there is. There's six spots. but You mean tight end 16 tight end. or tight end 10? Tight end 16 or tight end 10. Like the, the point differential port game, we talk about this many times when it comes to tight ends. But... Right now, his name is hot. Definitely a tight end premium. You could probably get a really good pick or player for a guy like Albert O. And my concern isn't even Albert O in his skill set. He's a big, fast, talented tight end. But to be a dominant tight end, to be the guy at tight end and put up those top five, top six numbers, you have to be the guy in your offense. You have to be targeted heavily and do something with it. So with Javante Williams... Yeah, with mm-hmm. with potentially Melvin Gordon come back potentially, but even Shh, don't even, say that even without Melvin Gordon with Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, and Corlin Sutton, I don't think Albert O is just going to get the targets enough. Yeah, maybe he'll have enough to be tight end eight or tight end ten, but to to break that top six kind of that top right. six fill difference maker be right. a difference maker. I well, just don't see it, and I'm just kind of like riding that hype and trying going somewhere else I, with it. I'm with you because on top of that. Tell me the tight end that has been crazy successful with Russell Wilson. With Russell Wilson. That was going to be my point. Yeah. Yep. Like, there, you know, he's had stretches with players over like two or three games here and there that, you know, they've targeted quite a bit. But for the most part, it hasn't been – he hasn't been a guy that's thrown it to a ton. Now, could that be a faction of, of the offense or, or things like that? Sure. Maybe that'll be slightly different here. But, uh, you know, Hackett came from an offense where tight end wasn't used a ton either. And, yeah, so I, I just don't – I just don't know where that – that volume is going to come from. I always thought he was a good player. And if you had him already, like congratulations, he just got a huge value bump, whether you keep him or trade him or whatever, he got a huge value bump, but I am, I'm not buying him under any circumstances right now. But that's the thing. You could probably sell him. Like I'm interested to go in the trade finder, like tomorrow and the day after that and see, look at some Albert O trades, but the value is a huge bump to his value. And sometimes it's just about finding the right opportunity to get these guys to sell. It's 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 right. it's like it's like the stock market when it comes to dynasty. So right now, if I could flip Albert O O for Cole Komet, Dawson Ooh, Knox yes. right now. Like those two guys specifically, like Cole Komet or Dawson Knox, they offer much a much higher ceiling from a fantasy output. That's that's the move that I'm making. Since since this player was in that range last week when we were talking about top ten guys, what about what about the player that was traded in this Noah Fant? Where who, who yeah. are you taking Noah Fant or or Albert O? Because I think a lot of people right now are like Albert O for sure. I mean, that's tough. Uh, Noah Fant's been kind of overrated. I've kind of mentioned it a couple times on the show in the past. Like I'm just not a big Noah Fant guy. But he's a guy that's always bordering right on that tight end one. But now he's going to a situation again. Tyler Lockett might get traded. There's still two stud receivers ahead of him, and we have no idea who the quarterback is. So, so you're you're leaning Albert O uh, uh, above Noah Fant in this? I would, I would, yeah, I got. I mean, no, because I'd want uh, Albert O because I could probably sell him for more right now. I'm just talking about like if which, you, which player oh, do you I like? would take I would take Noah Fant. Okay, thank you. That's what I was trying to get yeah. to the like what personally who do you value higher? Not like, I would what? I from a talent output I'll I'll still take Noah Fant. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's, he's got that first round pedigree. He still had really good film. He's more of, he's more of like a Mike Kosicki. Um, and maybe this move could help him a little bit, you know, because the same maybe. thing, the same, because here's the thing, the same reason that Cor- we, you know, everybody's sitting there talking about, Oh, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Drew, they're getting this big bump. They've been hindered. But now people want to poo poo on Noah Fant. Well, listen, he's going to his third year, right. Of, right. 
of in the NFL. We all know fourth, fourth, fourth year. Fourth year. Yep. We know the tight end takes time. He's been in a doo doo situation with quarterbacks as well. So like, mm-hmm. where's his benefit of the doubt? Like, what if they go in and they trade for Jimmy G, or maybe they draft Malik Willis now, or a good quarterback, and, and they turn around and they they're do, right there at nine, right? That's yep. right at nine. Yep. And the best thing that can happen for Noah Fant is they do trade Tyler Lockett away. So now it's DK Metcalf and Noah Fant are the number one goes to. And we all know the young t- quarterbacks like that safety valve, the seam runners, which are going to be the tight ends, which is Noah Fant. I would expect Noah Fant to outproduce Albert O almost year in and year out in almost any situation here going forward. Um, I, I think he's a much better talent. That's why I, I would go with the, the Noah Fant side of that as well. I, that's why I asked because I feel like everyone's poo-pooing Noah Fant and everyone's like bump, pumping up Albert O. So I just wanted to kind of see where you guys landed on that. And obviously for Russ, this is a great situation for him. He's got a really good defense. He's got a Super Bowl cal- yeah. caliber team. He's got a, a, a locked-in runner here too. I mean, Do, Russ Does it actually eat. move the needle much for him though? Maybe a quarterback spot. I think. I think. But I think he could potentially be in an offense that's more pass happy. Don't you think? Could I mean definitely could be, but uh, compared compared to Pete Carroll's that very conservative, sure. very run heavy. Um, for sure. Uh, but I mean, you you do still have Javante Williams and potentially sure. Melvin Gordon as well. So yep. look, one, at you, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare I know. I, but you could have melvin <laughs> hypothetically who, who, i only when it proves my point man i know it's against i know my point. Uh, <laughs> right, here's a question for you guys i'll give you so now with the news change i'm gonna give you russell wilson in dynasty Superflex. would you rather have russell wilson or trevor lawrence wilson i wanted him before though still too <sighs> So much more time with that young buck. Yeah, I would take Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence, but it's it's I think closer than it was. Russ is what last... 31, 32, oh, 33? I'll uh I'll look. He's older than Matt Stafford. Is he? Yeah. So okay. Speaking of that, a, a freshly traded quarterback that just won a Super Bowl, who'd you rather have in Superflex? Matt Stafford or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. But once again, I had him above before. I had him above uh, a lot of these guys. So I had Stafford ahead of him before because I I like Stafford's offense. It's the throw-first offense with all those weapons. They're going to bring Odell back as well. So I think I like Stafford more just because I think they're going to throw the football more there. Russell Wilson is 33 years old in 99 days. Okay. So going to be 34. So you probably got a good solid more four more years. So that's – and super flex, you got to take that into account as well. Sure. Um. Who would you rather have, Matt Stafford or Russell Wilson? Probably pretty close. I would take Stafford again just because I think they throw the football more. Than yeah, we know that, that that's a pass-happy, pass-first. We're not sure exactly what we're going to get out of Hackett here in, in Denver. So I'm going to say, uh, yeah, it's still Stafford in that in that instance. Now in my rankings, I have this quarterback. I probably got to move him in Superflex now that this news is broke. Um, Justin Fields or Russell Wilson? It's close, but I still I still have – Wilson. Wilson. I had him above Lance. I have him above uh, Rodgers. You have, have him above Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I mean, he has a chance to eat here. Dra- I mean, things go big time here yeah. for him. Definitely if Javante gets involved in the passing game inside the 10, they give you some screens or in the flats there for him. I mean, I think have 50 touchdowns. I think Wilson with Cortland Sutton is a really underrated, nice fit right now. Sure. I mean, Cortland Sutton last year was, I think, third in the league in air yards per attempt. Um, and that just fits perfectly with what what Russell Wilson wants to do. He was this guy that I mean he like leads the league in all sorts of passing categories for distance. I mean that's mm-hmm. that's what he is known for. That's what he's good for. Obviously Cortland Sutton and DK Metcalf much different physically. 
but I think they want to do a lot of the same stuff, get downfield, kind of win over the top of people. I think, thing. I think Sun can help Wilson win even more with the way he dominates the sideline, right? Like his body sure. control, the way he can own that sideline. Contested line. catch Contested stuff. Contested catch stuff. I mean, DK Metcalf were taking the lid off, you know, the top off the defenses, using his speed to get downfield where – Russ just needs to throw it up to Cortland Sutton. He's going to get come down with it. You know, and then you have the underneath Jerry Judy with just a stout um, route technician out there. He, as long as he can find that separation, should eat as well. So, yeah, I mean, I'm probably a little bit too low on Russell Wilson, but at the same time, I want to see it all come together. Like, I'll move, I'll move Russell Wilson up as I see fit as he plays. And to be fair, like, I've always been lower on Russell Wilson than everybody else. It's just, he's just one of those players that I've just rubs me the wrong way. Oh, really? It just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I always rank him a little bit lower than everybody else because I just never want. I've never owned a Russell Wilson share. Oh, really? In all my dynasty years or leagues, I've never owned him. It's just I don't know what it is about Russell Wilson in his gameplay. Been fantastic, but I want. I just don't own him. Sorry, right. owns the wrong word to use. I've never uh, had him on your team. Had him on my team. Yep. Yeah. So, what would you pay for Russell Wilson? So obviously, Aaron Rodgers right now in Superflex is still gonna. It's still gonna cost you two firsts, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Russell Wilson loses his team. Somebody's, somebody's excited their team is in rebuild mode because their team's been bad. Hey, Russell Wilson's on the block. Now that we know he's in Denver, we we, we talked about his skill set players here, which are arguably some of the best in the league right now. Mm-hmm. What are you giving up for Russell Wilson, Matt, in a, in a super flex league? Are you giving up three firsts for Russell Wilson? I was going to say two is definitely not even going to get I don't think be close to getting it done. Um, Depends on the league. I think we still value Superflex a little bit higher than the general consensus. Yeah. So I, well, I don't think it will happen most places. I think that's actually closer than you think. Okay. Um, I was going to say, you know, if you're in win now mode, then I would, I would be okay giving three. Cause he's like we said, he's 33 years old. I mean, that's, that's a ton of time um, in order to kind of, get some juice out of that and then even go back and trade and, and kind of pull back some of that, sure. you know, get, you know, maybe get two first three years down the, the line, uh, with, with a guy that's only 33 years old. So, um, I think, I, I think I would do that. I think I would go three, but that I wouldn't go any higher than that. Okay. I don't know that I can quite cross the three threshold. I, that's kind of reserved for like those top five quarterbacks for me, like two in Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah, so something like lines. that, or like if they there was a position player they liked, like uh, you know Amon Ross St. Brown, or you know somebody like that that's got some upside but isn't Your boy? established. I love Amon Ross, I do. Uh, hey, you know, but quarterbacks rule. Yeah, uh, I you so somewhere around there. So you don't feel like Amon Ross St. Brown is like worth a first round draft pick? Uh, depends on who you talk to. I don't think I would pay. Okay. A first right now? You wouldn't pay a first for Amon Ross St. Brown right now? I don't think I would. The, you wouldn't pay one nine right now for Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't I don't think so. I could maybe I could maybe talk to him to like one eleven, one twelve. Uh so you'd rather have like Jahan Dotson over Amon Ross St. Brown. I think Dotson will be going lower. I'm talking super flex. Oh, super flex. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's what we're that's talking. More, yeah, super flex I yeah, probably right around like 112 right 111 because I'm taking those high. I just feel together. I feel like I'm on around St. Brown is close to a first round draft pick. That's why I was asking like, sure. what, what, we're, what we're trying to differentiate here. I don't know. Josh Reynolds just signed a two year contract extension, so I don't know. Is it a little bit in that uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown time? Yeah. Uh, he was he was T. there T. with Amon Ross. It's it's <laughs> more what worries me is is TJ Hawkinson coming back because he was sure, injured he was most injured. of that time. Yep. Yes, he was. Swift coming back and then them drafting. 
potentially somebody even like his teammate Drake London or uh, you know somebody like that because they have that early second round pick that they could get a good wide receiver. So that's more where my hesitancy hesitancy comes from. Not necessarily him as a player. Okay, before we slip to the flip the side to back to Seattle here real quick, uh, Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy Garrett? Who do you want? All right, so I was updating our stuff for the uh, the dynasty ranks and the contender ranks for the GM tool today, and I literally put them next to each other. But who do you put first? <laughs> yeah, pu- you put- can't put them next to each other. They've <laughs> got to be one on top of the other. Like, why is this sixty six A and sixty six B? That's so weird. Uh, I put I put Judy I put Judy ahead. Judy ahead. Okay, I've Matt? got Judy ahead by a few spots. I got Judy ahead by sixty nine A and sixty nine B as well. <laughs> I think I think it's three. Judy's a dollar sixty one on prediction strike, and Cortland Sutton is a dollar sixteen. Ooh, you better get in there on prediction strike and wow, uh, get value. those guys. Because remember that the value doesn't change in the offseason that much. So that's it's wow. it, it's only with with yeah, it's not with their performance. It's just who's getting them, who's selling them, whatever. So that's a good opportunity to get in and snatch those players as the trades go on, as the free agency moves happen. That's great time to find value in certain players. So go in there, get yourself some Jerry Judy stocks. And when you do that, sign up with the promo code dynasty. Cause you know what that'll get you. That'll get you an absolutely positively free 99 share of a player with your One. first deposit of $20 or more. That's right. Absolutely free. If you use the promo code Dynasty at PredictionStrike.com, they have the app, they have the website. It's one of the best things out there. If you have not tried it yet and you are listening to the Dynasty Nerds show, this show in particular, Dynasty Nerds, if you are a Dynasty fantasy football player, Prediction Strike and Dynasty, hand in hand like this. Yep. People make good money in the offseason by yes. making some good moves like this. Yep. You buy Cortland Sutton now, Jerry Judy now, then boom, all of a sudden they're worth three bucks. They dovetail. You just doubled your money. I just got some Jerry Judy shares. There you go. Nice. Yeah, My Brian Edwards shares aren't looking so good. Oh. No, no. But you win some and you lose some. <laughs> right. You can't win them all. You throw a quick 20 bucks on Jerry Judy, you double that up, you're up to 40 bucks, and then you buy uh, Kenneth Walker Jr. or the third shares, and then all of a sudden you're a millionaire. If you would have bought all the Javante shares we talked about last year, you would be a bazillionaire. Ooh, you would be Jeff Bezos. That's right. Um, (laughs) On a flip side here in Seattle, like I think this increases the odd that Rashad Penny is coming back, most likely. Huh? You don't think so? That's a that's a negative hunt. That's a who that's a sigh too. I got a hunt a sigh. I don't know. Like I, I truly don't know. Huh? There there was a report that came out sigh. today that they're not going to get into a bidding war right. for Rashad Penny. Oh, neither is anybody else. So <laughs> they just released Bobby Wagner while we were doing the show. They released huh. the vet Bobby Wagner, the heart and soul of oh, that they're, defense. They're breaking this thing yeah, down. They're burning yeah. it down. So they're that's not the thing sign, like they're not gonna if, sign a if, running if back. If they right can now. get well, it's Pete Carroll. So, you know, if they can get the running back on, on the decently cheap, like yeah, maybe. They got Chris Carson for that. Potentially, yeah, if he Coming can off play that, ever again. That neck issue. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I think they're tearing this thing down to the studs. The only piece I could see maybe still being there would be DK Metcalf because he's so young. But they might also look on the flip side and say, we could get quite a bit for DK Metcalf. And, DK Metcalf. 23 or 24 like he's he I was think he's 24 he was young when he came in because this will be his he's going to be going into his fourth year yeah like Pretty how do you not try and sell year. like get like a fourth or a third for Lockett, right like a fourth or third and then try and get like a high second for like metcalf and just like you well, might even be able to get more than that you might be able to get a first from yeah metcalf. i guess you do need to move i guess you need some players to pay your to come yeah, people come yeah have people come yeah. in the stands. So, I mean, unfortunately for DK Metcalf, I mean, this hurts his dynasty value. 
This is a big blow to his dynasty value. That's I think he's the biggest loser in this whole thing, right? Yeah, I mean Russ's arm getting downfield to him. I mean that's it, it's. I think well we we said we were down in DK and we have him down at the one twelve range during the rookie uh, ranking show when he came out was I think we we came back and looked at it, it was like I think where we missed on here is we underestimated Russell Wilson and his arm sure um, just to put DK in some really good positions and and he did so he's definitely without knowing who his quarterback is I mean if Jimmy Garoppolo is DK Metcalf's quarterback I mean are you guys like going from six to midnight no you're I'm underwhelmed you're staying, uh, you're I'm even on cold naked I'm very. I'm whelmed with him. I'm <laughs> underwhelmed if like Drew Locke ends up being like the fallback plan. Like that's underwhelming. Well, at yeah. least Drew Locke could chuck it down the field and hope for the best. Oh, he's terrible. Give oh, me he a break, man. He's pretty <laughs> he bad. Is. He's pretty bad. Yeah, it's 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 rough. And we even talked two weeks ago, or was that last week when we were going through our wide receiver ones for all of us? None of us had DK Metcalf inside of our wide receiver one, and that was part of the equation for us. Sure. We were talking about before on you know one of the cell shows. We don't know what's happening with Russ. That is a big part of the equation with him. If we knew exactly what was happening with him, he might sneak into our top 10s, top 12s. But without that news, we, we just can't do it. And then sure enough, this news broke. And, and it honestly even surprised me. I thought if there was somebody that was going to leave, it was going to be Rodgers, not Wilson. So that that was definitely surprising. But that's why you kind of hedge your bets with some of those players, especially ones that are directly tied to those superstars. It, it does make it tough. So you're looking more now at, you know, mid to low end wide receiver two for fantasy more than likely. And and that might even be generous. I, I moved him down to wide receiver 24. Okay. So right at the end of wide receiver. So two I range. see it exactly how you see it. Yeah. So right now you own, you have DK Metcalf on your team. Okay. Right. Somebody comes to you right away. Hey, I'm looking at this by window. They offer you a 23 first. They're a middle of the road team. They're, they have one six this year. Yeah. Do you take the 23 first straight up for DK Metcalf? I think I do. I think I do. I think I can do better. I honestly do. With with any random first. I think I could find a better player. This is, this is, this is really, really difficult because... Do you squeeze a second out of them? <laughs> if I can, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, you try for sure. Absolutely. I'm not smash accepting a first, but I think if if that was the only thing I could get... I think I would. It's it's tough because on, on the one side, all of the things that we said negatively, but on, on the plus side, he is still a young receiver that has a proven track record of yeah. success in the NFL. And so to just say, like, I'm going to ship him off for random first is tough. But I think because of how highly I value that class, and you said it looks like it's going to probably be a mid, I, th- I, I think if a push came to shove, I would do it. Yeah, but you're gonna try and get like one six for and two, sure. Six I'm and definitely two. pushing to get more things. I feel good. I traded. I actually traded away Tyler Lockett this morning. Uh, Did you really? Yeah, I put up. Uh, wow. I, I was looking. Swell I was, timing. I was just going through some leagues because with this Watson rumors that he's probably gonna end up in Carolina. I was trying to find avenues for him to get acquire more DJ Moore shares. Um, more. And I'm in a league. It's one of our uh, older mm-hmm. leagues, and I, I'm just loaded at running back in this league. I had Dalvin Cook. Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, and Clyde Edwards Lair. And my receivers are real thin. I have, you know, like Mike, uh, I have DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Pittman Jr., I had Tyler Lockett. It wasn't really strong at receiver. And I was like, I just got to move one of these running backs. I was like, so let me see what I could do. Uh, and I looked at that team, he had Tyree Kill, and he, had, he needed a running back pretty bad. So I was like, hey, I'll give you, um, I didn't start off with Tyler Lockett. He actually countered with Tyler Lockett. I was like, I'll give you Dalvin Cook. David and Joku were in Cleveland working off the franchise tag news sure. and uh, some other run, some other receiver. It was some turd Ferguson receiver. Cause I was trying to get one for one for Dalvin. He countered when he wanted Deandre. I was like, no, absolutely not. 
Um, and then he countered back with Tyler Lockett, and I was like, yes, smash accept. So uh, this, you know, he, Tyler Lockett's going to be 30 this year. Dalvin Cook's going to be 27. Tyreek Hill's on the verge of a four-year extension. So to me, I trade away Dalvin Cook and Tyler Lockett and David Joker, and I got Tyreek Hill. You want to hear some something that's going to break your heart a little bit? Before you break hearts, okay. I traded him Tyler Lockett probably about four years ago in that league, and I traded Tyreek Hill to that other player, that other person about three years ago. Look at whenever you, he, whenever the facilitator he did the whole thing, you, but you, I won the league last year. So that's all, that, all that matters. Huh? Go ahead. Are you gonna give the Kyle Yates information about Tyler Lockett? Oh no, no. Yeah. What I was gonna say was I had an offer in my inbox that I rejected about less than a week ago. It's gonna be bad, isn't it? Yeah, it hurts. It was, I don't remember who the secondary player of each of them were. This is with my buddy Colt. It was giving up Calvin Ridley to receive Jerry Judy. Oh, <laughs> man. Talk about two players that absolutely flip circumstances. Uh, yeah, that hurts. Now. That, that well, well, speaking of that trade, uh, <laughs> that I, actually just, I actually just bought Calvin Ridley last night. For Jerry Judy? For a bag of D's. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I gave up two fourth, two fifth and two six. Cause some guy was convinced he was never coming back. That's oh, what I got geez. him for. I tried to get him another league first. What's in this bag. Oh, D D uh, D a lot of these different D. size, Speaking different colors. These, someone emailed me last week. <laughs> did, Subject did, line D picks. Get the heck out of here. Did you get it? <laughs> it, was, it was just like in, inside. It said, here they no come. D picks. Don't worry. <laughs> I just want to say hi. So yeah, Calvin really obviously suspended guy. for 2022. He bet $1,500 on a gambling app. I mean, come on. Get on prize picks. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, play some props. Use your cousin's phone. Don't use your own phone, Calvin. I mean, really stupid mistake here. That's, so, dude, that that burns. Yeah. He's out for the year. Yep. His, his range of value, and the reason I meant, mentioned the bag of D's was because I got him for that, and then I tried to give him another league. And what, did you, what did you actually give up? Because uh, did you say that? Did yeah, you yeah say he said 2-4, 2 Okay. Right. Yeah, I literally, make sure. I gave up nothing. I gave right. up nothing. It's a bunch of players you're going to cut later. Right. And, it, and the guy said, he's like, I probably just gave him away for nothing. He's like, but you're the only person to offer me anything, and I, I honestly don't think he's coming back at all. I'm like, So go know. make offers, people, because you that, never that, know that what he's going to think. sit and hope he does. So another person, I tried to offer that, like a bag – of the same substance and they're like they counter with a 23 first and I wrote him back going I was like dude if you expect to get a 23 first for a guy who will be 29 after being two years removed from the league you're never going to get it and he's like honestly I'd rather just have him rot on my bench than take a bag of D's and I was like all right, that's fair. I that's like, your prerogative. I, like, I told him that, that's fair that's a fair point that's, too that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at honestly right. would the, you take a second a 23 second at that point no like yeah, me neither. I, I would rather just see if he can come back. I mean, if Antonio Brown can come back at age 33 and do what he did over the past couple of years, obviously Antonio Brown was a slightly more talented player, but he's still young enough to be able to come back and do something. And we're also all assuming that the entire year suspension is going to stand. Right now it's open-ended, right? It's an, it's an indefinite suspension. It, exactly. So he could easily appeal this. And there could be some sort of, you know, deal that's negotiated or whatever, especially when you consider that he was not physically on the team when this happened. I think that there is some room for some possibilities of him coming back. It's a slippery slope, though. It's a hundred percent, though, too, though. It, it's, there's a lot of legal jargon. I'm sure yeah, that's going to go into this. Slope. A lot of hoops to jump through. But... I don't want to just assume that he is done forever. I don't even think it's a slope that the NFL wants to... Probably not. 
Probably yeah, not. Let, let somebody try to. But even if no, he does come back at age 29, can you still be a productive receiver with as talented as he is? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. For like three or four years. Exactly. Easy. So that's yeah. the thing. Like, I'm just going to base it on that. But there are potential scenarios that could make this even better. So at this point, I'm probably that guy. Like, if you want to give me a late first for Calvin Ridley, then I'll probably accept it. Maybe I'd consider like a 2-1 or 2-2 if there's a player on the board at that time that I love. Come draft time, you're like, yeah, I'll, right, I'll take that. Right, right. You know, like. Oh, Samir White's there. I got right, it. Right. Yeah. So, but if. Like, it, like last year, a guy like Elijah Moore sitting right. at the top. Of the a little top bit. And you're like, oh my gosh, got to sure. get in there. Yep. But outside of that scenario, like, I would rather just let him sit there on my bench and hope that something happens. I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I agree 100%. I'm, I'm one of those stubborn players, too. Like, I'd rather just wait. I mean, you're, but, not, you're like, like waiting a year. But like I've already mentioned. Send out offers because you never know what the player, right. it, the person in your, your your league is thinking. Bag of D's, I got yep. it for. Uh, it was great. So, and I'm with you. Like I'm sending offers. If Richie, I get him anything, Richie, Richie bag of D's. Right if, here. if I if I can get him anything from a second on, I I feel good because people are acting like I think that it's extrapolated on top of that he just missed this entire sure, year. Sure. So he's out two years. So mm-hmm. you're dealing with that already. You're like, okay, at least he's coming back this year. I already sat on him long enough. And now he's out for a whole another year. So it's two years removed. You might be able to get him for a second round pick. If I can get him anything from a second on, that's the thing. I didn't have a second round pick. Another guy said, he's like, I want to get a third from you, but you had no draft picks. So I'm like, lucky me. <laughs> um, you know, if I can get him, if I, get, if I inquire Calvin really for a second on, sure. they were on two, like you said, two, three on I'm buying all day long. Yep. It's one year. Yep. There's, it, it'd be no difference than right now. If, all of a sudden, Devontae Adams or uh, Mike Williams. Hey, hey, him. don't even we'll, say we'll it. Him, yeah. Devontae Adams <laughs> all of a sudden signs this extension, and then next month he tore his ACL. He's out for the year. You're not selling him for less than that. You know what I mean? Right, it's just, it's right. a year. It's just a year, another year Don't you got to put that shit on Mike Williams, man. Oh, well, speaking of Mike Williams, <laughs> finally, the biggest news of the day. The what biggest a, news. The, his news and Russell Wilson's news broke at the same time. <laughs> I retweeted the Mike Williams uh, news. I didn't even retweet the Russell. I didn't even comment on it. I just I tweeted all hearts with Mike <laughs> Who Williams. Who cares? Mike Williams signs a contract extension with the Los Angeles Chargers for three years, $60 million, $40 million guaranteed, $28 million paid in year one, mm, so they get ahead mm, of that deal. Mm, so he's mm. there. He's now locked up with... Justin Herbert for the next three years, coming off a wide receiver one year. After years of telling you to go out and buy Mike Williams, years of doing it, and years of looking foolish doing it, <laughs> my golly gee willikers, do we look so smart right now. Do we not, fellas? Do we not? Where's that applause button? Yeah. Come on, man. I don't know which one it is. Ah. <laughs> a, yes. Hell, yes. Mike Williams is back for years upon years, approximately 36 months. He's back here. Yes. Right Amazing. now, I mean, how good how good of news is this for all the Mike Williams owners out there? Because, I mean, so I got laughed at for getting him a 23 first for him uh, a year ago. Yep. And people were like, dude, that's you just way overpaid. And I'm like, well, we'll see. I went out and did the same thing I, uh, last year. I went out and got him. See, now Richard's, now, now Richard's going to press all the buttons. Yep. <laughs> we reminded him they exist. <laughs> all right, wow. I'm done. Uh, Thought producer was supposed to make the show better. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to Mike Williams value now, now that price tag has gone up significantly. You think it's gone up significantly? Yeah, I do. Okay. I think this contract extension being tied to Justin Herbert, one of the elite 
uh, quarterbacks in the game. On top of that, now you enter Russell Wilson's division. So they have Russell Wilson, I guess Derek Carr, and you got Pat Mahomes. You're going to have to score points in this the AFC West to win football games. So you're going to be pushing this ball downfield. Mike Williams Screw and defense. Justin Herbert's report is going to get even better. He's younger than Keenan Allen. The price tag, you'd have got Mike Williams going to last year for 23 first. So I did yep, it. You did it. I did it. Now to get Mike Williams, I'm, you probably have to pay two first. Are you paying? Well, I've got him everywhere. So, <laughs> so I don't have to. I don't have There's to. There's that one league that you don't have him. <laughs> um, are you paying a 23? Are you paying a 23 first and a 22 first for Mike Williams? It's a hefty, it's a hefty price. Not. That is a hefty price, and I love me some Mike Williams. I think that might be a little bit too steep. It's a little too steep for me, too. Yep. I'd rather do the first and a player, like a first and like a Tyler Lockett. There you go. I'd feel fine doing that. Yeah. Yep. I just, um, obviously, I, where do you guys have him right now in your rankings? Did you guys let, move him at all? Let me take a little yeah. gander here, and uh, I'll tell you exactly where I have him. Because I moved him up, oh. of course. <laughs> Wait, is that possible? <laughs> I you did. have room to move him up. It, it, I, he's up to 15 now, and that's up. I think he was 15 overall or 15 <laughs> amongst wide receivers. Wide receivers. Okay. I'm just checking. That's a legitimate question. <laughs> I'm moving him to wide receiver 14. Right after Terry McLaurin, right ahead of Deontay Johnson. So you like him more than me? Hold on, I gotta switch this. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's wide receiver thirteen. There you go. I mean, but I, I mean, I'm looking at guys behind him, like Mike Williams or Deontay Johnson. Like I, I'd without, rather Deontay. See, I, I, without knowing the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh right now, like I for sure want to take yeah. Justin Herbert and Mike Williams and, and grow that rapport. Michael Pittman Jr. Same thing. I don't know the quarterback situation. I still see need to see Michael Pittman Jr. grow. I love Devontae Smith. I do, and I know you have him in your top 10. But mm-hmm. right now, I want I want Mike Williams over him. He's coming off the wide receiver one year. Uh, really good numbers. Tied in with Justin Herbert. In offense, is going to throw the football a ton. They just paid him number one wide receiver money. There's no reason to believe that Mike Williams, if he's not wide receiver one again, even low end, he's a high-end wide receiver two. I mean, this is a guy for the next three years, which we just mentioned is a lifetime, that's going to be you a championship caliber player. And for the most part, people that acquired Mike Williams, they have him on their rosters like you and I. Mike Williams, in all my leagues, is my wide receiver three. Yeah, me too. So yep. in all my leagues, I have Mike Williams, which are championship caliber teams. He's my wide receiver three. Yeah. Then I'm getting those wide receiver, I expect wide receiver 10, the wide receiver 14 range. Now, if the touchdowns go up on Mike Williams, which is definitely possible as well with the yards, I mean, he could flirt with wide receiver six. Uh, potential like to me I don't think wide receiver 12 is the best that we've seen yet from Mike Williams I still think we're going to see a better year from Mike Williams can so I get, can I get the cheer again come on so man to me, yes I need that cheer button over here somewhere yeah even at four I can see, I can literally see her myself right now is having Mike Williams at 14 and people are like wow that's really high and like you said I take him ahead of Deontay it wouldn't surprise me at this time next year with another year with Justin Herbert in this offense with Brandon Staley that, again, in AFC West, that Mike Williams could slowly see a steady rise here over the next 12 months. Let me ask you, where, where do you got a guy like DeAndre Hopkins? Is he is he in your teens still? 19. Like, okay. All right. Uh, right, just, a, yeah. right ahead of Mari Cooper, right behind T. Higgins. I was wondering if he had cracked the 20s yet for you. He's still in the teens for me as well. I was just wondering. Just because I just... 
you know, last year it w- it wasn't great, um, but I still think DeAndre Hopkins is an outlier, elite of the league kind of receiver. Body control, hands are up there. Kyler Murray, uh, I think year last year was one of those funny years. He obviously dealt with injuries with that shoulder for a while too, so he's really off. I think he's a great buy for any contender. Uh, I'd still give up. And remember, he signed that big contract yep. extension too. He's got a lot of money guaranteed there. Like he's in Arizona for the next three years with Kyler. Right. Um, I still think I still think DeAndre Hopkins is worth a first round pick, and I think you might be able to get him for a first round pick. And even here having him at, I mean, strictly the fact that it's dynasty, so youth comes into it. So like the fact that I get you know T Higgins, Devontae Smith, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams ahead of him. That's just I'm playing on the years here. Right. You know, Absolutely. For for DeAndre Hopkins. So, yeah, he's still in my teens. Sorry. My uh, my GM's acting all funny. For some reason, it's not wanting to log me in on the iPads. I don't know where I have What do you him. want? Publish those Mike Williams bump? It's probably because me and Rich are up here uh, moving Mike Williams all around. <laughs> it's, cr- it's crashing you on that end. <laughs> we're we're going to give him the one. Like, you have a I probably... I need to, I need to look at him because I I adjusted stuff for the GM, but I haven't I didn't adjust my rankings Your today. Personal rankings, so I'll have to see I'll have to see where I have he's, him. But off the top of my head, I'll probably be closer to twenty. I was just, he's probably at twenty four for you, isn't he? He's, he's gonna be he's gonna probably be right around twenty for me. So you like you would, I'm I'm closer to consensus I think on <laughs> on Mike Williams. So you rather have like Mike Evans? I would have him above Mike Evans because of the age. You rather have T Higgins? Yes, absolutely. You'd rather have DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. You have Williams Smith? at 31 in the PPR ranks. Okay, yeah. I'll need to move him up a little bit. Would right, oh, you rather have Michael Pittman Jr.? I, I, it's just unacceptable. Fired. <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr. or Mike Williams? Michael Pittman Jr. Wow. Yeah, see, there's just no way. No, the quarterback situation, un, unknown. Very talented player, but I mean... I mean, we've... Someone we've, a similar player We've there. only seen one year. He wasn't wide receiver 12. We've only seen well, but that's what I'm saying. We've only seen one year of Mike Williams. Mike Williams saying. is who he's referring to. Oh, only having one. Well, year. We've only seen one year of Michael Pittman year two, and he finishes wide receiver. Yeah, but he's only had two years to give us versus five. I hey, but we got there, didn't we? <laughs> we did. We got there. Uh, we mentioned earlier, salary cap goes up to two hundred eight, two hundred eight point two million dollars. Do you have guys have any uh, comments on that? We kind of like breezed over that, but it's kind of. I mean, we're it's just what we thought. I was just saying that was bump. the expected amount, right? That was what everyone was going off. It's gonna of. go up more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This it's was a, this was the largest single jump year ever, um, and I would imagine it's just going to continue to grow. Like you said, it's going to go up quite a bit. And the two is going to get about. Yep. We're going to be seeing two twenty five sooner than later. I so. mean, did you see today? Uh, I know it's not related to football, but Apple TV is getting into sports too now. They just they're they're baseball. getting like baseball games, Friday night uh, double headers. So oh, when are it, they going to air those? Friday nights. Oh, what Friday? <laughs> During the baseball season. When does that start? I don't know. <laughs> Whenever they come to an agreement. That's what he was getting to. I know. <laughs> we know that now. I was dragging it out on purpose. We just, we just signed a deal to air all the home openers. Yeah, me too. Congratulations. That's <laughs> yeah, on my broken TV. Enjoy it. Dark out. But anyway, I mean, it's only a matter of time until there's another crazy revenue stream like Apple TV or whatever. Well, Amazon's others. already in. They right. just bought the rights to uh, the Thursday Night Football, so they, they're, right. they're getting Kirk Herbstreet in there. So the money's just going to keep rising. It's just going to keep growing. And that's yep. the thing. This Aaron Rodgers deal for $50 million a year seems like it's a lot, but literally in probably five years, there's going to be $65 million quarterbacks. It's so going like to be a bargain. Be, Absolutely. Yep. Like Justin Herbert, when he's up for his extension, guess what? He's getting as much oh as Aaron Rodgers got. He's going to get so much money. Joe he's going to be making like they're going to be making like close to seventy million dollars. It's going to be gross by then. Yeah, him, 
Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like these guys are going to get paid. Kyler Murray. So much Kyler money. Murray's going to want forty to forty-five million dollars a year. I ain't paying Kyler Murray that, but I guess Easy. you have to though. But it, but, but it resets the market. No one goes down. It's not going to be forty-five million. Aaron Rodgers just set the market at fifty. It's going to be above fifty when it's time to come. Word to your granddaughter. It, it's not going to go down. They don't. They don't care if they haven't done as much as Aaron Rodgers. They're they going to be the highest. Pitch. They're going to get paid more. Let's end this show on a high end with some tight ends. Some tight ends. Tight ends. Did do we mention Chris Godwin's? No, we missed oh, it. Yeah, Chris before Godwin we moved on, to the, before we get too. to the tight ends. Tight ends. <laughs> Chris Godwin stayed in Tampa Bay. Right. That's not. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't hammer our deal. It's. It's. I don't know that that's good news. I don't think it's great news because who the hell knows who's throwing the ball? If it's Tom Brady, if he magically yeah, comes out of retirement, back, this sure. is fantastic. But it sounds like him and Bruce Arians like. There was. I don't think he, if he were to come back, I don't think it's the Tampa Bay. No, no. There, no. there was some rumblings that things were not quite simpatico there. Got it. Uh, Bruce. Bruce is a. Um, he's a strong personality. He is, and I think Tom Brady has is earned, also a strong person. Earned the right to do whatever the hell he wants in the NFL. That yep. probably didn't go over too well. Like, yeah, <laughs> it works well when you win a Super Bowl. When yeah. you don't, yeah, it doesn't work as yep. well. I'm gonna go uh, be my. Supermodel wife and kiss my son on the lips. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I don't I don't think it's great news. But it says a lot. A guy who just tore his ACL and you're going to give him twenty million dollars. Sure. For back to back. I mean, it says a lot of what they think of his talent. And he produces year in and year out. And honestly, he produced without Tom Brady there. Chris Godwin or Mike Evans or uh, or uh, Mike Williams. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin was ahead of him until I just <laughs> leaped from. <laughs> To get above rich. Sorry, to get Chris. above rich. You got to prove yourself like Mike did. Come back after the ACL. So. I mean, even without uncertainty, I think Tampa Bay is going to find a quarterback, whether it be Jimmy G, whether to draft a guy. I mean, they're going to find a way. And they're still going to throw the football because they have no running back. So. That, that whole division is going to be fascinating in a really terrible way this year. Dude, New Orleans is going to be a dumpster fire. Like, Dumpster fire. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad, man. It's going to be really bad. Atlanta is not in a good spot no. right now. Did you know how much uh, Matt Ryan's getting paid this year? Too much. $46 million oh he counts against the cap. <sighs> so much money. Hey, uh, but at least they have Kyle Pitts to throw the football to. But, I mean, Michael Thomas is coming back for the Saints. But who's, throwing, who's him the throwing him the ball? Maybe Taysom Hill. Who's throwing him? Yeah, the not ball? handing him the ball. <laughs> Maybe Jameson. Not running to him and saying, "Here, take this." I have no idea. I that, that that's a, if I yeah if I so was then Saints Tampa fan, Bay. If I honestly, is, I swear, if I was New Orleans, I would go Ian Book. You're our starter. Go out and lose us as many games as possible. Yeah, it, so I can have the Stroud. number one pick next year. Yeah, so, and so you get Stroud or, yep. or Bryce Young, whoever ends up being that guy. But I'm with you. I'm going all like I don't even. Want, I don't even. Dennis want, Allen is. Uh, Dan, I don't even want Dan Taysom Cully, Hill messing up Cully. and I'm winning trading, a game. I'm trading Michael Thomas for whatever I can. Yep. I'm trading Alvin Kamara for whatever I can. But that's the hard part for us is like as dynasty managers, we're used to that. NFL NFL GMs have to remember like we have to keep some fans in the stands. They got to correct their cap though too, they man. Do. They got just pay everything, get it all, have it one year. crap year, one bad year. And then you come right back. So that's the thing. Like Tampa Bay just by default class. is going to be one of the better teams. But once again, without a quarterback, well, when Carolina gets Watson, they're going to be the clear. That's why winners. I've been saying it for a while. Carolina needs to just sell the farm to get Watson. I've been saying that for They'll a while. Dumb. This guy. Dude, I mean, whoever gets Zamir White, my guy, is just going to be the automatic <laughs> winner. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting there. I'm with you. I, I would just, I would sell Marshawn Lattimore. I would, you know, I would trade away Marshawn Lattimore. I would trade away 
Michael Thomas and just eat his out eat his money, you know, for this year if I if I have nope. to. And I, same thing, I'm trading Kamara. Any uh, no picks to see the money. It, it just kind of is what it clean is. Clean up the point. books, clean up the roster, and just move on. With Let your Dennis day. Allen be the fall guy. Yep. no big deal. Absolutely, Sorry, turn Dennis. the page. Sorry, Dennis. You got paid, and you're going to get paid for the rest of your contract because that's the way NFL coaching contracts work. So weird. And adios. You know uh, what I mean? All right. Let's talk about these tight ends now real quick. We're going to show that. Three almost, tight ends get franchise. You almost cut it off because I said adios, didn't you? I did. I'm doing like a little dog. <laughs> <laughs> David Njoku franchised by Cleveland. Let Mike Kosicki franchised by Miami. And Dalton Schultz franchised by Dallas. Obviously, the biggest news here is Dalton Schultz getting franchised by Dallas. With uh, Mari Cooper likely getting a boot here, it's going to be even more targets for Dalton Schultz, who's coming off his best fantasy year, best production year yet. Finished the year as tight end four overall, or, or three overall, I'm sorry, in PPR leagues this year. So a good chance to be another top five tight end. Matt, you're appreciating if he goes back there, the value of him, and you, and you guys are right. He ends up back there. They franchise him. They're going to work on a long-term deal. Him, CeeDee Lamb, they're working on a deal with Michael Gallup. Great news if you're Dalton Schultz owner. Yeah, I think this is exactly the scenario I laid out that was like, Last hey, this, week. yeah, this, you know, Amari could be gone and and they could very well franchise him. And it literally happened. And, you know, when you're looking at the stats, it, it, he's a guy that, you know, he's obviously a guy that's attached to the line of scrimmage, uh, more like a traditional tight end mm-hmm. uh, compared to one of these guys that flex out, flexes out wide. But he also leads the league since 2020 in uh TD receptions in tight, and also I think it's just the third most receptions period from a tight end that's that's lined up on the on the line of scrimmage. So he is a high end quality guy, and obviously the um, the Blake Jarwin news you didn't even touch on. He has like a rare hip issue basically, yeah. um, which he's 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 sounds like he's not going to play at all next year, uh, or the chances are pretty good that he's not going to. So it's it's all lining up for Dalton Schultz to have a, a really good another probably top 10 finish next year and it top could 10, be top five. Yeah. It could be top five. Absolutely. Yeah. No. And, and just like we talked about it before, if he ends up back with Dallas in that same situation, he's going to be easily inside my top 10. And, and that's definitely the case. He'll be easily inside of my top 10 now, maybe even my top eight. Nice. And then Kasiki gets franchised in Miami, which is great news for him. Absolutely. Come off a career year for him too. targets reception wise. Great the, news for Tua. And the, yep. and the biggest thing here with Kasiki, he would have been in top six tight end if he just scored touchdowns. He just had, I think he only had two touchdowns on a year. So he was kind of hindered there by the touchdowns, which we should see with the development of Mike Williams, getting more opportunity to get into the red zone when they draft Kenneth Walker, she then could potentially be the one, one in rookie drafts. Um, and with Tua, we should see Gasicki kind of cement himself in there that, like, as Dallas Goddard has slowly done to enter that fray of that second tier tight ends, which are his high end, the elite tight ends right outside those number one guys. With David Njoku, I mean, who knows? They say they're going to keep Austin Hooper. They're talking about a guy who averages 30, year, 30 uh, receptions a year for 400 yards and two touchdowns. There's not a whole lot to get excited about. But I will say this this is a, a, a player that Browns obviously covet. They, they franchised them. First time they've ever franchised a player since uh, Phil Dawson, which is the only other player they've ever franchised. The they're paying them $10 million a year when they're already ha- paying Austin Hooper that I much mean, money, $10.8 million a year. So David Joker coming out really raw. Maybe maybe they look at this with getting rid of Jarvis Landry. They're bringing a rookie in. that Maybe, maybe they'll look to feature David Njoku to be a weapon in this offense. That's what all you can hope for, for at this point. I use that franchise franchise tag momentum, like I said today, to get Tyreek Kill. I kind of put him in that package deal because his name's in the news. And when there's players I don't really truly believe in, 
anytime they sign a contract extension sure. or their franchise or anything like that, I always try to package them with a, a another player. Just try to get a deal done. Um, so I offload them for somebody that I would that I want, kind of like Tyree Kill. Right. Nope. It makes absolute sense. And I, I'm in the same boat. I'm not necessarily overly excited about Ninjoku. I think from a fantasy perspective, this was actually one of the worst case scenarios. Uh, but there, if you're going to play the long game in this, there is a very real out in Hooper's contract after this season. Mm-hmm. So the long game would say potentially Hooper's out. He's the featured guy and Bryant doesn't really increase his role much. But that's still a lot of hoping, wishing, guessing on that. So chances are it's just kind of what he's been. Yeah, and, and it's he's always flashed, right? He'll he's have got, three really good games this year. Right, and, and that's the thing. Picking out those three is really the the, the crux and the, and the issue here uh, when you're talking about David and Joku. So it's it's great for the Browns and yep. the three of us sitting here. It's not great for anyone's fantasy team, I don't really think. Nope, not all right. at all. That's it for the show. A lot of news to talk about, dynasty-wise. We're going to jump into now the Combine and the rookie class of the 22 class in the Nerd episode. Remember, you can join the Nerd Herd easily by going to DynastyNerds.com, click that Nerd Herd button, jump in there for the price of a cup of coffee a month. You get not only the extra podcast, which, again, this is the most important time you want the extra podcast. So we're going to start to break down these rookies very in-depth. Nobody does it better, um, and that's not – again, sometimes when you say stuff like that, like, oh, well, you're really conceited. The tape, we have eight years of tape of our rookie breakdowns where other people go left and we go right. We have historically been proven right in our rookie breakdowns. Um, I would put our rookie analysis against anybody else in the business um, out there today. So you want to get down there, join that. Again, we got the Dynasty Nerds film room. You watch tape on every single rookie. You got the nerd score. You got the rookie rankings. You got the Dynasty GM tool and so much more on the way. Get out there, become a Nerd Herd member. Support our friends at Picks. Remember to use that promo code NERDS. We're going to send you a shirt if you make a futures bet. So, yeah, check them all out. DynastyNerds.com. Join the Nerd Herd today. Better your Dynasty team. Be a better Dynasty player. But most importantly, dominate your rookie draft. Dominate the season. And become a Dynasty fantasy football champion. These two will be back next week. I'll be in Mexico drinking margaritas all week long. I'm bringing my kids. I don't know if I'm going to see them. But I'm going to be there. They have a water park. I don't, I don't know. Agua? I might come back alive. I might not. We don't know. But I tell you one thing. I'll be tan. There you go. Well, enjoy the sun, sir. Adios.